0: What's going on? All
1: right. Well, so the fallout from the whole Matt Lauer thing, there's a lot more. It seemed as though at first we were all surprised. Yeah, yeah. And then a lot of people started doing some digging into his past, and then it was like, oh, well, here's some creepy incidences. Here's some creepy incidences. So just got a couple of clips. Um, the first one that I think is interesting is, so it's Anne Hathaway. And before, when she was doing Les Mis, so this was a video, movie that came out a while back. She was, mm-hmm. you know, won an Emmy for it and stuff. She had a wardrobe malfunction, and it was like she had come on the Today Show to promote the movie. And this is the first thing out of his mouth.
0: Anne Hathaway, good morning. Nice to see you.
1: Good morning,
2: Matt.
0: Seen a lot of you lately. <laughs> Sorry uh, about that. You
2: were... <laughs> I, I'd be happy to stay home, but uh, the film. <laughs>
0: Let's just get it out of the way. You had a little more wardrobe malfunction. Mm. The other night, what's the lesson learned from something like that? Other than that, you keep smiling, which you always do.
1: What's the mm. lesson learned? Um, <laughs> and then there was yeah, a clip. wardrobe.s Can malfunction. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> like, it was an implication almost that she should have learned. Like, have you learned your lesson about <laughs> owning female body parts? <laughs> Just oh, really bad. weird and creepy. <laughs> okay. Then we have a story. This is Meredith Vieira. So this is off of the Today Show while they were getting ready for the next like setup or whatever, okay. and she was wearing a sweater. And she was, like, bending over to do something, and he was looking down her shirt, and this is what he said to her. You sweater.
0: Keep bending over like
1: that. It's a nice view. And then... Nice view. We got the Katie Couric on Andy Cohen's show. Andy Cohen's Watch What Happens Live on Bravo, and he asks Katie Couric this question.
0: You co-hosted
3: the Today Show with Matt Lauer for 15 years. What is Matt's most annoying habit?
1: Mm. (laughs) Hmm... He pinches
0: me on the ass a lot. Oh, boy. It's just, I mean, it's kind oh, yeah. of interesting. Yeah. And
1: so the more of the details, one woman says, that, so this is the other thing, is the NBC tried to put out, oh, they've never had a complaint about him once. Well, it is interesting timing that they fired him right before this Variety magazine article was coming out where they had interviewed dozens of women who had talked about, yeah, this happened. Yeah, this happened. Yes, I went to my boss. Yes, I complained. Da-da-da-da-da. Um, one woman said that he delivered a relations toy to a female coworker with an explicit note detailing how he uh, would use it on her. Oh boy! Um, several say that basically the the home office or the office itself, because he was so afraid of being caught by paparazzi up, you know, whatever he was up to. Because he's he's married. Reports are that he and his wife live separately she had already tried to file for divorce once. And in the divorce papers, it was like, he, you know, mentally abused me and he was horrible to me and stuff like that. And, uh, that he was afraid of being caught out of the office. So he just basically used the today show offices as his hunting ground kind Mm -hmm. of a thing. Like Mm -hmm. they said, some of the situations were consensual. Yes. But that there was also, he was one of the most powerful people there. So it was kind of an odd power struggle Mm -hmm. between the, you know, the interns or the production assistants Mm -hmm. and Matt Lauer. um, and that uh, he knew that people would never complain about him. And if they did, the NBC high, like head of honchos would just ignore it. Um, he's also been accused of dropping his pants and uh, showing his bits and pieces oh. to women who did not want to see them. Oh, did you
4: hear about his office? They're saying that he had a button on the bottom of his desk that would lock his office doors. So I did read that he's hmm. not the only That's one true. who has that. Okay, okay So my, it's actually kind sales of...
0: salespeople can be very pesky. <laughs> you know, the sales department. <laughs> They're so out of here.
1: It is weird and creepy, but I guess that there had there were a lot of executives in NBC in that building who do also have that in the, you know, the idea being that people just can't barge in whenever okay. you're working on something important. So there right. are like women so in the building. It wasn't just him asking for it. It sounded like just him. Right? But yeah, it wasn't just him. But either way, he hasn't obviously come out to say anything yet. But it does seem a little bit like NBC is more reactionary to being busted for not doing anything for a long time than they are, you know, actually going, we had no idea. No one's ever complained once about Matt Lauer. Matt
0: Lauer should interview himself when he finally decides to speak out. He should actually interview him. a Matt
1: Lauer special (laughs) featuring Matt (laughs) Lauer.
0: Lauer. (laughs) Interviewing Matt Lauer.
1: Something else that came out yesterday, which was kind of nuts, uh, Garrison Keillor, if you don't know who he is, he is the creator and retired host of A Prairie Home Companion and a lot of other NPR-type shows.
0: Isn't that while yeah. we were, t- as listeners, kept sh- sharing that story, whatever this is, I, I don't know the whole thing, but because uh, we were docking on him yesterday, randomly, because yes. Yes. my dad used to listen to The pra- yeah. Or, yeah, Prairie, Prairie Home, Home Companion. Companion. Yeah. So I
1: put a little um, music on there just okay. so people can get an idea of what this guy sounds like. Okay. It's a song about
0: cats. Okay. Well, I want to go out. Yeah, this open is a door, home companion. if you love me, gotta go out. Wanna breathe the air.
1: Everybody's grandparents um, like this music loose. Oh, my,
0: <laughs> my parent, my dad loves this show. Me, we'll go here, to see it live. It'll be like at the Iowa State Fair. Like, he comes to the Indiana State Fair too. yeah. He is, and he'll yeah. do his live. I show. Meow. Well, I wanna come in?
1: So that you get the idea. Goofy
0: songs yeah, it, yeah. and brute bluegrass music mm-hmm. and so stories.
1: A, a statement that he provided to the New York Times, he said, quote, I've been fired over a story that I think is more interesting and more complicated than the version that NPR heard most stories are. And so he said, I put my hand on a woman's bare back and I meant to pat her back after she told me about her unhappiness and her shirt was open and my hand went up it about six inches. She recoiled. I apologize. I sent her an email of apology later and she replied that she had forgiven me. And not to think about it. Um, If I had a dollar for every woman who asked to take a selfie with me, who slipped an arm around me, and let it drift down below the belt line, I'd have at least $100. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of his version of what happened. So, yeah.
3: Yeah, Yeah, that's the interesting caveat to this whole thing is like, like at what point are people being accused to, you, you don't have the full story. Like right now, the thing is just to go like, fire them yeah fire him we can't yeah. have this can't take this chance like the yeah. climate is like yeah we can't take the chance but like he obviously has a version
0: of the story mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or it's
3: like if he could pull up the email where the lady said hey don't worry about yeah. it sure well that's like, why
0: he brought it up i think maybe he must have that yeah i mean i mean seems like i, I was thinking about that same thing it was like he must have an email that he can Least show, yeah, I to be like, hey, look, she She'd like fall forgiven.
3: I didn't yeah. mean to do that, and I understand that it was weird. Now, or there's something. A, there's a
0: one, there's a listener that always wants to smack my ass when we go to uh, concerts at uh, Verizon. Well, at, like she you know, does push. it all the time. She's been doing it since a long million years ago. And I'll really? randomly see her, and I'll even be with Sarah, and she'll still slap my ass, and I, you know, it doesn't bother me that sure. much, but it is kind of weird. It
1: is weird, you know. I when yeah. I was single,
0: yeah. that was, you know, I don't. It was fun. I enjoyed it. It was like, yeah, smack my ass, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. <laughs> that is <a> weird. <laughs> but, but to this day, I mean, she's probably listening right now. Now she'll feel really uncomfortable. But that whatever. Weird. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird. But I think that there's like everybody
3: has certain levels of tolerances with yeah. that sort of thing. Right. Like yeah. I like. I'm, I'm I'm okay with it. I, it's just it's just my it's just my body, and I I see the humor in a lot of different things. Right. So I'm not going to get upset about it. But like, but it's I easier think said as a guy, I think. Yeah. too. Yeah. I mean,
1: you like as women, we go through a lot. How many times? And there's a person who doesn't work here anymore. But how many times do we get unwanted shoulder rubs from that guy? Yeah. Yeah. You guys weren't getting them. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Well, no, of course, I want And I would, I would never, I would never do that unless
0: it was like a consensual sort of like yeah. obvious situation. Back rub is weird. Yeah, what? I've seen. I've, I've, it's not just this place. I've been at other stations. There's mm-hmm. always somebody that does that. The last place Goes I worked, around, there gives- was a
1: back rubber guy. And we knew that he was doing it because he could look down our shirts. Uh-huh. He would sit in a low, a low
2: chair.
0: I didn't think. So yes, it was so be above another girl and I, the, down. the
1: other traffic girl and I. And it was always like, you you know, you couldn't see him coming in. So you'd be sitting at your desk or whatever. And it was like, there's the shoulder rub. And you're like, oh, it was so creepy. And so we like after a while, we finally had to go to our boss. And we we're like, yeah. can you please do something? He won't stop. So then they talked to him. He didn't stop. Then they finally had to ban him from the room that we were in oh, so wow. that he would stop doing that to us. And it, it was. like We went. We complained. It yeah. didn't help. Yeah, He was still going to do it. And yeah. everyone kind of went, well, it's him. And I
4: was like, no, man. No. I don't yeah. want it. Right? It's not him. That's yeah. gross. I
3: would just like ban
0: all back rubs in the
4: workplace. <laughs> Why place? are you like, rubbing anyone's so, back at your job? That's so
0: <laughs> weird. It's so weird. Especially when you're not a professional. Yeah, you, know, you, know, yeah. you didn't do this for a living. No, he was like, "Oh, God, that feels good," and you're doing it right, and I consent. You, you, I, it's everything's okay. Yeah, you know, okay, I so
1: and so. Can you do that back rub because you yeah, did so well or whatever? So good, but, but you
0: oh. weren't hired. You were
3: hired to make sure there's no viruses on my computer. <laughs> not to, not to rub my shoulders, right. repo. Yeah. yeah, like what the hell? Like who goes in their office going like I'm the back rub guy? That's just what I am. <laughs> and I <know> there's <laughs> a lot of
1: conversation. You know, we we all talked about it quite a bit yesterday. Where I mean. The four of us, we know each other very well. We're all very close and we're
4: ridiculous with each other, but we all know each other well enough to feel yeah. comfortable with whatever. Back you know. rubs. If you
0: want to give me a back rub, you can. Anytime. Well, and
4: I do think in, in many of these situations there is a difference because there was a, not a balance of power. We mm-hmm. are all the same level of employee. There's, you know, not going to be, it's not a boss doing it versus You're not you know, going, um,
1: let, let me rub your shoulders or you're fired. Right. Yeah, that's right. Versus
4: a Matt Lauer, whether it's perceived power or physical power whatever it is there is there's an imbalance of power that makes it not okay
0: Mm -hmm. smiley morning show what are you calling about
2: um i was calling because i had a question and i think it was nikki talking about the back rub was it nikki yeah
0: yeah guy in the office uh, always giving her back rubs and Mm -hmm. she didn't like it didn't feel comfortable with it
2: so something that i've kind of always wondered with these women when we have these stories about things like this are you taking the opportunity to confront this guy yourself and say, "Hey, no thanks, I'm not interested." Please don't do that. Or are you so, waiting, being awkwardly quiet, and then going to the boss? You know, later.
1: I understand that, like most HR people, will say you need to say something to that person first. I think that the thing that I struggled with in both of these cases were that they were people that I had to work with every day, and that I. I I genuinely needed things from. I needed, whether it was a fixing situation or I would need them to help me with something, that it was very uncomfortable for me to then go, don't touch me, you're creeping me out. Oh, by the way, hey, tomorrow when we did da 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 like, it it is a weird situation. I understand that that's what you're supposed to do, but it's a whole lot different when you're in the situation and then you have to... Like, how would I know, you know, in those moments what the appropriate thing to do is? And then, okay,
2: then we sit down and yeah, I have to tell you weird. you're touching no, me that makes, makes sense. me uncomfortable. Yeah, just a
0: small so, group okay. of people yes. here. You know,
2: I see what you're saying. But at the same time, yeah, I mean, you don't have to be awkward about it. Because I've actually been in this situation before. There's a way to approach the situation where you can be on front. Because if you go behind their back and tell the boss, they're going to know you said something anyway. Because the boss is going to talk to them about it. Well, so it wasn't just me. Air.
1: There was a lot of people having the same problem.
2: So he, I see.
1: It, he was, it, in both incidences, I know I was not the only person. I was not that special for the back rubber cleavage looker. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: I got to. It just makes me wonder because there's so much of this on the news right now with so many guys, and I'm like, are any of these women saying anything? Mm-hmm.
3: Well, I well, think and- women should – I think they should say something, but I also don't think they should have to say something if they don't want to. Like, they, they're not –
2: It's not our fault that this is happening to us. No, it's not your fault. Not at all. In no way, shape, or form would I say it's a woman's fault. But I absolutely will stand it for myself and I'll say, hey, stop doing that. Well, and Michelle, these people
4: that are uh, apt to harass women in this way are not going to approach you because they know that you are going to do that, you would confront them. They're going to find the people that don't feel comfortable confronting them.
2: Yeah, that's. Yeah, a lot of them will do that. Absolutely, of course they will. I think women need to be empowered enough to know that they can stand up for themselves and not maybe not wait to feel uncomfortable to to come out and say something to a boss later. Or for some of these women waiting twenty to forty years, what is that all about? (laughs)
0: Yeah, uh, but see, like, see, like on this radio show, if Tony was always grabbing my wiener and uh, and I didn't like it, I didn't think it was appropriate. Which, by the way, you could grab my wiener. Oh, gross! <laughs> uh, anyway, but I mean, thank but you now, for giving me and, that by permission. I <laughs> green light on wiener grabs.
2: <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> i mean, I'm so pass. Now,
0: now it's really uncomfortable. How are we supposed to do this radio show together? You know, That's it's right. All, right. It's exactly the same right. kind of thing. So the, just this radio show has got a vibe to it, and same with it, not on air but off air. You still have this vibe that you can't ruin. you got to do your job. You right. Know? Well, and so. I,
4: I was um, talking to a friend who was saying, you know, I feel like we're in a witch hunt where, you know, any guy is getting, you know, all these accusations are coming out. And I was saying, you no, know, the ones that are coming out are the ones that someone finally was brave enough to say something and mm-hmm. then 97 other people came out were and like, said Yep,
1: happened to me that happened, happened to me. me
4: that happened yeah. to me this isn't like one isolated incident in most of these cases And that's exactly right. I've had plenty of times where something weird happened and I was like, "Oh, that was weird."
1: Okay, mm-hmm. and then moved on with my day. Mm-hmm. These were people that it was like, "Seriously, this is still happening or mm-hmm. doing it again or whatever." Like, yeah. I don't know. I I think it's
3: And I think it's a, I think it's a cop out for HR departments or for uh a, a authority figures in a workplace to say, oh, you needed to handle that situation. That's yeah. bullcrap. No, yeah. you are running this organization. You can go and make a blanket statement and create consequences for people who violate kind of this, these physical barriers. Like that's, that's, that's just a cop. out. That's just a, a weak, cowardly boss, not wanting to confront mm-hmm. the situation and make his workplace right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's not leadership in my opinion. It, it's uh, it's cowardice. And uh, they should handle it. They should just handle the situation. And it doesn't matter if a woman can't address it with the person directly or needs to go to an authority figure. Either way, mm-hmm. it just needs to be finished. Yeah. It needs to be taken care of.
1: You shouldn't be touching other people in your no. office. Yeah. Period. Okay,
0: we got to roll on here. Thank you so much for the call. I appreciate it.
2: Thanks. Have Thank a good you, one.
0: Michelle. Bye. Uh, GN. Is it Jean? Jean. Jean, sorry. <laughs> Go That's <ahead>. okay.
2: <laughs> That's okay, but um, that last caller just really upset me because I feel like she was blaming the women. And obviously she's never been in a situation where she was basically overpowered by somebody. And sometimes it does take 10 or 15 years to, you know, actually speak out and do something about it. Mhm.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. I mean it's 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 easier said than done in a lot of situations.
0: Mm-hmm.